Hey, I know it's late, but can you talk? Two in the Morning is an original podcast where we unabashedly explore the questions that are keeping all of us up at night. Me, Mia Brabham, and my best friend, Michael Galfetti, are two 20-somethings who've been coming together for eight years with hilarious, sometimes deep, and always honest, infinitely dimensional questions about life. Now, we're doing it with all of you. Each week, we'll both prepare a question, something we've been thinking about all week, all month, maybe even all year, and we'll talk through it. We've learned that it's not always about the answers, but sometimes just about the comfort of conversation. News? Not exactly. Therapy? Maybe. Entertainment? On accident. It's two in the morning, and it's time to talk. Good morning, everyone. Are you awake? Is this thing on? Is your blood pumping? How are you feeling? <laughs> Wake up. As Mary Oliver says, are you just breathing a little and calling it a life? Mmm. Okay. Wow. Why don't I wake up every day and just like take a piece of poetry? Or like maybe before bed, I need to like read a poem and like put it underneath my pillow. I want to be one of those people. I want to wake up and read poetry. I want to read like one line or one poem a day. Oh, that sounds like a dream. Do you know it's my dream to write a book of poetry, but I, I will say I'm not. Can you write a book of poetry and you're not a poet? Because I'm not good, but yeah. I just love poetry. You totally can. I've read some poetry that is like... <laughs> Decent. <laughs> no, it's like not poetry. Like, I don't know. It's not like... It doesn't follow a lot of the dictates of traditional form and structure. A little rupee car. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> okay, Can you draw? People bash her, but I mean, she's she's said a few good things, but I'm guessing I was going to ask how we feel about her. I love that she's accessible. I love accessible art. I love, I'm not hating on stuff people relate to, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to poetry, because a lot of it is like, highly inaccessible and people were coming for her for being like something that a lot of people related to yeah they were mad and it's like listen i say that but at the same time i hold it to be true that like i don't watch like i haven't watched bridgerton and i'm not going to because <laughs> the, the way i just did the biggest eye roll i could i, I know i'm sorry <gasps> i've been watching the, the bridgerton musical on tiktok oh, i love tiktok god bless them it's so good. I'm going to send it to you. This girl's writing like an entire score. I mean, it. they made like Ratatouille musical made on TikTok taken to Broadway. Like these kids, these I kids, cannot. I can't wait to read the college essay. That's like, you know, I really learned from my experience organizing a TikTok musical. <laughs> <laughs> I love us. Can we group ourselves in with Gen Z? I don't want to claim millennial anymore. <laughs> We have to do the work with the millennials, unfortunately. At oh least I feel committed to it. <laughs> Stay burnt out. <laughs> Red eyes, Literally, at what are we 25? known for? What are we known for being burnt out? What is Gen Z known for? Making musicals with their friends online. I mean, come on. There's no comparison. They win. They win. I think I was born in the wrong decade. It maybe Truly. should have been a Gen Z. You were that girl making videos online with your friends. They didn't get it, you know? They Damn, now I'm like actually sad for you. Shit. <laughs> it's okay. It's time to pass the torch. My days my, my days are over. You know, I'm just like, come on, you guys are the creators now. I'm here. I'm a proud mom clapping. And yes. <laughs> watching. I'm just literally, I've turned into a suburban mom, Michael. Like, I have cable again. 
Oh I get God. so excited on weeknights for my shows. <laughs> Prime time, bitch. I literally love a good grocery store deal. $5 rotisserie chicken. Oh, my a God. $5 oh pizza. My. I'm living my best life. Let's do it. It's scary out there. You know, there's rats running around in kitchens. <laughs> there are Gen Zers taking over the world. It's scary out there, but it's way less scary together. It's two in the morning, and it's time it's to time talk. time to talk. I think we got it that time. That was cute. That was everyone cute. tell us tell us that was cute. <laughs> um, yeah, what have you got for me today? Okay, let's just jump right in. Um, you know, we try to cover a lot of topics on the show, and I realized, you know. I hadn't really asked any relationship questions uh, this season. So I was thinking about it, and I think I had this conversation um, with someone is what sparked it. But is settling a bad thing? And how do you know if you're settling or being patient? Oh, okay. I think you have to settle. Like you can mm-hmm. always want more. There's always some shiny object in the sky. Um And you have to just like settle, get comfortable, like cozy up with your, you know, partner. Um, I'm like really like over romanticizing it, but I think it's super cute. Like the idea of settling, settling in, like it just, it strikes a nerve. I like it. (laughs) Wow. I I didn't know you were going to say that. I mean, I guess I didn't know what you were going to say, but I thought you may be like, no, never settle. Like... I mean, doing, so but I, that made me so happy. I think we feel similarly. <laughs> but the thing <laughs> is, at the same time, like I don't take shit from men. <laughs> so I think like that continues to be true. Um, mm-hmm. And I will never like compromise that. Yeah. <laughs> like my roommates are so funny um, because I'll be like going on a date or something and they'll be like, are you excited? Are you dead? And I'm like, no. why would I be excited to spend an hour or more with a man? Like (laughs) y'all literally look like fools. Don't hate it when you have to spend. Don't put them on a pedestal. Like most of them aren't shit. Okay. Remember that every time you step out of the house. (laughs) So while that like continues to be true, like you're going to have to settle. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree. I I think we, at least maybe our generation, speaking of generations, millennials, maybe, um, I wonder how Gen Z views this, but I think we view settling as a negative thing and a negative word. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's like the worst thing in the world means you're selling yourself short, means, you know, you're not taking full advantage of your life and your potential. And I don't necessarily think it's true. I think I'm coming to terms with this and I've gone to a lot of therapy honestly for this because I feel like my identity is like the person who follows her dreams. We talked about ambition and how I hate being called ambitious, but I am ambitious. Like I am independent or at least I like to think I am. I can definitely be like, Dan, come with me on this walk or come to the grocery store just for fun. But it's a struggle for me, the idea of like settling because 
uh, I think of what I've made it out to be. But when you think about it, it's really not a bad thing at all because nothing's stopping you from still living your life. But um, society has made us think that like when you find a person and, you know, you do start to like create a life with them, like that's your life is over. That's because we were so sold, like forced down our mouths, this lie that life was going to be perfect somehow if we just worked hard enough. Like we would find the perfect job and we would like live our passion and we'd be so inspired. And then obviously, of course, you're also going to find the perfect man who like meets you where you are and you just have to like go through a couple duds, you know, like this Mm -hmm. is the common like girl boss rom-com trope. Like Mm -hmm. she just has like she's struggling to get on her feet but then like by the end of the movie literally everything in her life is perfect (laughs) yes and then we don't even see the relationship yeah and it just ends like they get together and it ends yeah we've been brainwashed (laughs) brainwashed i want my money back for every single one of those movies this podcast is a scrub like this is a scrub for the proposal (laughs) (laughs) i love it um she we are like just getting in on all those little brain wrinkles and we're redoing it because (laughs) you should settle you should settle in your job like you do not have to find the perfect thing that fills you up and like checks all your boxes like searching for that will literally kill you like it's not gonna bring you the success and joy because it doesn't exist like everything is comes with trade-offs like I could have a job that like maybe I find more fulfilling or like more aligned with my values, but like maybe they pay me less. And so then I'm like struggling in a different way or, you know, maybe it's a great organization, but it's a terrible boss. And like there are just so many scenarios and dynamics and life is always about kind of like balancing and like compromising and being okay with that in the moment and then like moving on to something else. And then you're in a new scenario and you're figuring out what compromises am I going to have to make here? here Mm. um yeah and i think people do not compromise enough and like there is a big tendency to just like cut and run and move on i mean yeah mia you know this but like i did it someone for four years okay we worked on it (laughs) and it didn't work out in the end but i do not regret like putting in that work and like trying to make things work um, yeah. because it's not perfect. And I think runtime we were talking about this and like you were like, Moniz taught me that I had to do this. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Moniz teaches me everything I know. That's my mom for those listening. Um, she's the wisest woman alive. Um, Truly. But her and C, who's my dad, honestly iconic because I don't, I'm like trying to really figure out where I, I really had to unravel the idea of like, you know, settling is a bad thing because my parents had us so young and I feel like, you know, now they've gotten older, like they're empty nesters, like we're all out in the world and they had us young, but they don't regret it at all. And they always say to us, like, your life isn't over when you have kids, your your greatest adventure begins, like your life isn't over when you get married, that, you know, that's a, just a person to do it with. And um, I don't know, I just think sometimes people feed us like, you know, when they're unhappy it's like you really have to be careful who you take advice from or you have to just be careful of the the media you consume and um it's hard I just I want a tv show like you know how some films are a peek into life mm-hmm. I want to peek into a happy marriage like yeah. we need some inspiration here we need 
the good news. We need a good story because, I mean, can we get a marriage story, but like an actual marriage story and not just about like a divorce? <laughs> like, I want someone who's been happily married for years. I want up, but someone doesn't die at the end. Like, a peak while everything is good. Like, you know, what happens after the ha- happily ever after? We need that. We don't have enough. Um, I don't know. I feel like we've really taken like a big turn in storytelling. Mm-hmm. And it's all of these good experiences that people like go through. But at the same time, it's like, where is the happiness? Where's the joy? Where's the making it work with someone? We don't yeah. see that. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Whew, baby. Settle. I, Everybody I settle. <laughs> yes. This is so counterintuitive. <laughs> Given our listeners whiplash, you don't know what Ooh. we're going to say when we come on this mic, okay? Little did you know, we stand settling. Make your life easier, babes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And settling doesn't mean you have to settle in your personal goals. I think that's the the real yeah. team. I mean, I think like you're going to have to settle some things, but like there are some things you should never settle. Like you should never take gaslighting and abuse from your partner. Absolutely. <laughs> that's not settling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not. <laughs> um, not at all. To be clear. Yeah. If you are in a like harmful abusive situation, um, don't settle for that. <laughs> settle for someone who like doesn't do the dishes, you know, like. <laughs> do you have non-negotiables? Um, I don't know if I could articulate them, but yes, definitely for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's just like one of those things maybe you don't know at first. When people have a list, I'm like, is that true? Because I feel like maybe I just don't know. It just depends. You just have to meet the person and know they're right. Some people probably have some weird lists. Like I wouldn't date a man that's like 5'5 five, five or something, which <laughs> um, I'm, I don't have one of those. Mine are definitely more like we need to be aligned like in our values and like, I really, you know, I value like having fun and like, you know, but you're going to have to compromise. Mr. Yeah. Perfect does not exist. Never. Whew. Well, that was a good time. Michael, after this break, I am very excited for your question. This review is titled like being among friends by Emma likes food. Uh, This podcast is so needed right now, a perfect combination of vulnerable and difficult discussions with lighthearted and goofy banter. You know that moment during sleepovers as a kid where the mood shifts and everyone has really serious and heartfelt talks before going to bed? This feels like that. So excited for what comes next. Emma, I'm crying. Uh, (laughs) That was so cute. She built a whole story. We love you. Thank you. Everybody, we are back with season two better than ever. But you know one thing that hasn't changed? We're still using Anchor. She is so fun. She's free. She's easy to use. You can record, edit, collaborate, and distribute all of your podcasts through her. So, you know, when you got a good thing going, (laughs) you don't give it up. If you're thinking about making a podcast, I know some of you are. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is great because this completely relates to what we just talked about. Um, So welcome back, everyone. (laughs) Um, Today we're talking about settling. And Mia, I wanted to ask you, in Mm. in the compromise situation we all have to be in, are you choosing beauty or are you choosing brains? (gasps) In a person? Yeah, like in a... In a person and a partner. I mean, I also want to know, like, 
if you could choose personally, <laughs> like for yourself, if you were like making yourself and you could either be like 100% beauty or 100% brains, which you would choose. Um, I just think it's fascinating and I want to talk about it because people don't talk enough about how much like beauty gets open stores for you. <laughs> oh, it totally does. 1000% brains. There was no hesitation for me. Mm. But then I started thinking, I'm like, does anybody choose beauty? It's just, it seems obvious to me because I'm like, beauty fades. We all know this. Um, and we get old, you know, kind of just turn to ashes at the end of the day. Oh my God, that's <laughs> morbid. But it's true. It's like, why wouldn't you want brain? I don't know. It To me, it just seems like, yeah, brains, obviously. What do you think? I don't know. I have a, like, I am a brainy person. Um, so I obviously fantasize about the other side. I'm like, if I could just be gorgeous and like, you know, do what I have to read books or would I just be like happy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, are gorgeous people happy? I don't know if they all are. Yeah. I think we maybe, um, it's easy to project onto them. <laughs> yeah. Life is easier for them, I think, but it, right? I always say this too. I wonder what it'd be like to be 10 out of 10 hot. You know, right? I think I'm maybe like a seven. Sometimes I, it scares I, like, me. Ten out of ten, imagine. I cannot. It scares me because I think it's a whole different world. It's a different mindset. I'm kind of scared of pretty people because I'm like, I'm like, y'all haven't really had to struggle out here. Like, <laughs> yeah, people have been just falling in love with you your entire life because you look like that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what it's like. And maybe I'm jealous. I don't know. Is that coming through? <laughs> no. I mean, I think there's some truth to it, but it's just like, okay. Can I say something? Can I not choose brains or beauty? I'd rather choose heart. Heart. Oh. Because to me, it's like one of the things, and this is so funny. I used to, when I first met Dan, like one thing I told him later on that really bothered me is that when he describes people, one of the first, I always pay attention to how people describe other people. And he'd always be like, that person's really smart. That person, oh, they're so smart. Like everyone he described. And I was like, is that your barometer for like a good person? I was Ooh. like, you never talk about how kind someone is. You never talk about how um, delightful they are to be around or like the energy they give you, you know? And I was like, it's just interesting how you describe people. And then I started thinking about how I describe people. And I think you can really tell what someone values in, you know, a person or a friend or a human. And to me, it's like, you don't have to be the smartest person in the room. You don't have to be the prettiest. I think heart matters. Mm -hmm. um, those are the most interesting people to me. I think between beauty, brains, and heart, people with heart are more interesting because to me, I'm more interested in wisdom than knowledge. I think wisdom is knowledge, but knowledge isn't necessarily wisdom. So. Yeah. So good. Oh my gosh. That was so good. I'm so <laughs> glad that you brought in the third. A, B, C. Okay. So if I could have a strong, kind man, he doesn't have to be smart. Like, <laughs> just pick me up, spin me around, <laughs> make my breakfast. I'm literally holding my mouth shut. <laughs> He's out there, Michael. <laughs> like, I, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day if you've read all the things. I can have a conversation with anyone. And I'm also interested and like what that person's interested in. Like mm -hmm. if this man was a bodybuilder and he needed to talk to me about macros and gains, I could get into it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but kindness is the 
utmost. Like I definitely went through a transition. I was like, smartness is what it is. Um, intelligence, so attractive, da, 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 da. Um, and like it came through in the way that I interacted with others and carried myself through the world. And like, I'm over that. I just want to be kind, just like put on my, put on my gravestone or whatever. Like he was a kind man. That's yes. it. Yes. Legacy baby. I yes. always think about it. It's like, what is legacy? What do you remember as smart, beautiful? Oh, if someone remembered that I was beautiful, that'd be so annoying. What else is interesting about me? But those people truly, like, some of them do live on. Like, they do more <laughs> than just. <laughs> oh, you mean like Marilyn Monroe, Audrey Hepburn? Yes. Like... yes. Okay. And I don't know, beauty is such a charm. Like you can use it to influence people. That's you can use it to like get true. into rooms you wouldn't have been able to get into. And like what you do, like there is, I want someone to make a passion defense for like why. And I think there's, okay, I'm, <laughs> woo, my brain is going, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Ping We're coming back. But there's definitely a moment. So like, I'm thinking about this kind of like bad bitch attitude of like Megan the Stallion. Yes. Like she's she's hot and she knows she's hot. Oof, yeah. And she's like using that to like get her bag. And I just I don't know. And Rihanna and like there are so many people who are beautiful and are using it in like really great ways and they recognize the power of it and they're using it to like be inclusive and to like empower women and to do all of these amazing things. But like, if they weren't like, there's just something to that objective beauty that like gets you in the room, gives you the microphone. And like, yeah, I just, it's cool. It's not cool. I mean, (laughs) I see what you're saying. And Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that, Men have used their looks for centuries, years and years, decades. And when a woman use when a woman uses her beauty, it's like viewed as vain, or it's viewed as cocky, or it's viewed as um, I don't know, too sexual. But it's like if you're hot and you've got it, flaunt it. And I think it does open beauty. Definitely does open doors. I've right? I've questioned a few times. I'm like, did I get that opportunity be- because of how I look? And I don't even I don't think I'm that attractive. But I've questioned it as a female. And that's the other thing too is like you wonder if like it, I don't know. I just always worry. I'm like I don't ever want that to be the most interesting thing about me. Yeah, I have been on like a fitness journey, da 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 da, working on my body, working on myself. And part of it is definitely because I don't want anyone to like have power over me like (laughs) I want to be able to have like full autonomy and know that like there's not someone like I I don't know I like the idea that like I could get hot enough to like turn heads that's fucking cool (laughs) that's so it is powerful I'm coming for that power yeah I want it I'm like I think I I do think beauty is like wealth though in that it causes a lot of problems you wouldn't have otherwise Interesting. You have to weed out who's really for you. You have to weed yeah. out, you know, <laughs> I don't know, reasons like, did, did I get the job because of this? I, I don't think that's really a problem, actually. But <laughs> I was about to say, that's not a problem for me. I'm sleeping good at night thinking about that, okay? <laughs> Melatonin, those arms asleep. 
man. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So tell us, everybody, you know, is settling a bad thing? Um, how do you know you're settling? Or are you just being patient? And would you choose beauty, brains, or heart? All the hotties out there, put your hands up. <laughs> Come on. Cut us off. Wow. I'm literally twerking in my seat. Let's go. Let's go. Let a a shake it, shake it. Where's that mirror, girl? Shake it, girl, girl. Oh my god, we're hot. Let's just own it. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for staying up with us. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to join the Two in the Morning Club. Rate it five stars, or if you're feeling really nice, leave us a review and share this episode with just one person you know. This podcast is made possible because of you and your support. If you haven't already, join our sleepover on patreon.com slash two in the morning podcast for just $5 a month. You'll get exclusive early and free access to all of our live events and discussions, journal prompts, behind the scenes activity, and welcome merch mail straight to you. You can catch me in between episodes on Twitter and Instagram at Spaghetti Galfetti with one T. And you can keep up with me on Twitter at Hot Mess Mia and Instagram at Yours Truly Mia. Thanks for hanging out with us. Now get some beauty sleep and we'll see you next Sunday. Two in the Morning is a podcast produced by Jamila White and Bia Kasanga. Music by Brian Kim. Cover art by Madeline Younger. Subscribe for new episodes every Sunday. Sweet dreams.